good morning. This is a brother G. Chris Brown. G. Chris Brown, another podcast. Um, this morning. And today. I'm reminded of of Brett Favre. Great quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. Also played for the Jets. Minnesota Vikings. But I I remember watching Brett Favre. I remember him as a kid. I remember just seeing how he would play. You know, seeing how he would throw the ball. Seeing how how elusive he was. And one thing that always stuck out to me about Brett Favre is that when you watched him play, he just always went at his own pace. He went at his own speed. That doesn't mean it was always correct, but that's what Brett Favre did because Brett Favre stayed in his own lane. He stayed in his own his own area. He he knew how to be the best quarterback he could be by using his own skill set. Wasn't trying to be anybody else, you know. From 1994 to 96, Brett Favre won the MVP award three straight years. Wasn't trying to be anybody else, you know. And it was John Madden who, anybody that watched John Madden in the 90s when he was on Fox with Pat Summerall knows, like, John Madden was maybe probably one of Brett Favre's biggest supporters, biggest fans. And every time, you know, the Packers will come on TV on Fox, you know, for Sunday afternoon, you know, John Madden would be calling the games, and he loved, and he loved Brett Favre. But I liked Brett Favre because Brett Favre just stayed in his lane, stayed who he was, and just was who he was supposed to be. And, you know, life in our lives, it's important for us to always just remember that we have to stay in our own lanes. You know, stay in our own space. Do our own thing. Do what God has called us to do. And, you know, there are times when you will, we all encounter, we all deal with um, those thoughts of, you know, you know, why not me? Why, why not me in this area? Why not me in that area? You know, I know I can do it well as well. I know I'm talented. I know I'm successful. I know that... Uh, it could come to me as well. So why not me? Like, I, I know I can do this. You know, so we, we, sometimes we play the, com, the the comparison game. Sometimes we play the competing game. Sometimes we play the, the it shouldn't be them, it should be me game. But you have to be appreciative for what you do have and what you are able to do while God has you in this particular time. Because... Everybody has a season, as we say, season, you're, you know, a time, whatever you are right now, that's your time, you know, to grow, that's your time to develop, some get it before others get it, but that doesn't mean you won't get it, but you have to, as Paul tells us in uh, Philippians 4 and 11, you know, how to be content, you know, and of course we live in a a social media driven um, society, we live in a social media driven world where, you know, you can be on social media, you can be browsing, just looking at different things. Then you see this post about what this person has. You see that this post about what another person has. And it can it can get to you. It can 
it can mess with you sometimes because you're because you could say you know I know that could be me or why not why isn't that me I or you know I know if I had that opportunity if I had that chance I would do it just as I would appreciate you know those those feelings are definitely those feelings are definitely coming out that they can come out but you still have to be appreciative what you have and still be content because what I've discovered is that a lot of times we look at people who have these things but when when the camera goes off when the live goes off when the smile you know goes off a lot of times these a lot of times people are really lonely they may they may try to put on a front but a lot of times people are lonely a lot of times people are doing these things because they need you know somebody to talk to they need some attention just because a person has a lot does not necessarily mean even if they have a lot that doesn't necessarily mean they they are content that doesn't necessarily mean they are really happy Just because they have a lot doesn't mean they're happy. Just because they have a lot doesn't mean they're really, like, happy. Doesn't mean they're really uh, comfortable. Doesn't mean they're really fulfilled. That's, That's why whatever you have, you have to appreciate what you have and be glad for what you have. And not try to always try to compete with other people. But whatever God has given you, whatever God has blessed you with, that should be enough for all of us. And to do the best we can with what we have. You know, whatever it is, do the best you can with what you have. Because if I if I spend if I spend so much time and energy trying to, you know, compete with somebody or trying to up one somebody, then I lose who I am. Then I'll never be, I'll never be happy because I'm not focused on doing it for God's glory. I'm focusing on getting, you know, approval, getting praise, getting celebration. But when you are content with what you have, whether you get praise or celebration, whether you get either one of those, you're still happy because the Lord has given you things for you. The Lord has done things for you. The Lord has blessed you with the appropriate and the right stuff. And that's why you can't always pay so much attention to social media. Because I said, we live in that in a culture a social media culture so sometimes people can get a little discouraged people can get a little sad because they see that you know I, I can I can recall numerous occasions I would see different things and it would bother me it would, it would get to me like you know you know what am I doing wrong you know why why isn't this me why isn't this thing? but God put a God had to tell me and you know re-encourage my spirit to let me know that you don't have to crave what somebody else what somebody else has when what I have for you is good enough and perfect enough. Some flowers may bloom earlier than other flowers, but that doesn't mean you won't that doesn't mean that other flower won't bloom. 
It's about being patient. It's about waiting. It's about doing what you it's about doing what's right now. It's about doing what's correct now. And when you are content, when you are really content and when you really putting work in, when you really putting the time and you can be satisfied with that because you're doing what you are supposed to do and you're not worried about whether somebody gives you applause whether somebody is trying to help you even folks don't necessarily try to help you God sees what you're doing and God can still open numerous doors and numerous opportunities the Lord can do that the Lord can do that But when I when I when I would read when I've read this passage, to me that's strong conviction. But Paul lived on both spectrums. He said, you know, I've been full, I've been hungry. He he he's lived with a lot and he's lived with nothing. So he's been on both sides of the equation. And now he says, but in, in with every circumstance, I've learned how to be content. But he said, I learned it. Didn't just happen. Had to go through some stuff in order to get this attitude. And when you start really going through things, and when you start to really experience things, and when you start to really see things, and when you start to really understand things, and when you even start to read about different stuff, and then you see, you know, I've learned. I can appreciate this contentment. Because... Because now I see that just because a person has a lot or just because a person is celebrated doesn't mean everyone that celebrates them is happy for them. A whole lot of people more or less are really celebrating and hoping that they fall instead of being successful. So instead of me craving what somebody else has... You know, you got to stay within yourself. Stay who you are. Paul says, I've learned how to be content. I'm learning how to live. I'm learning these things. I've learned how to do it. You know, God, God has shown myself and I know others, you know, that when you really are walking with God and serving God and living for God and doing what you have to do for God, you learn how to really know who you are. You learn how to really live. You learn how to live because God has sent you through your own experiences. And it's true, you know, experience is a great teacher. Experience is a a powerful teacher. Life experiences are great lessons to learn. I can recall when I was growing up, um, you know, there were times when we got a lot of Christmas presents at the house, and there were times we didn't get a lot of Christmas presents at the house. Well, there there were some times that, you know, money was good, and then there were some times money was tight. You know, of course, you know, I I wanted, you know, what other people had. But even at a young age, and I can recall, you know, those different things, not not necessarily being, not my parents not necessarily being able to just go 
to shoe stores and buy me every new pair of Jordans that came out. But whatever I had, when I just got a new pair of shoes, I was happy. Because at least it was something. I did have some clothes. You know, mom and dad did the best they could. Didn't have it all. But they, they did the best they, they could. And even now, I still remember some of those things. I still remember how how they still worked. I still remember how, even though it wasn't necessarily the, the, the major name brands, it still was a name brand in a sense. And I still used what I had and gave it all I had. I grew up loving to wear suits. Didn't always have a whole closet full. Even now, I don't have a whole, a big, a big co- collection. But the suits I have, the, the, the shoes I have, whatever I have, I'm content with it because it's what I have right now. And I'm appreciate what I have right now because I can't ask God to bless me with an abundance when I'm not appreciate what he already has and not treating that like it is an abundance. But learning those lessons as a child taught me a whole lot. You know, I've I've seen my mother cry because she wanted to do more and couldn't do it. I saw my mother not sometimes being able to do her, take care of her own hair because she was so concerned about me and my sister's hair. I saw my mama do that. I saw my father work two jobs, working at the Air Force and then going home and changing and then going to K&G to work. I saw that. I saw that work ethic. Now, of course, they could have complained. There were times they complained. There were times, you know, you know, you know, they were wondering, you know, what, what, why, why us? But then, but they, but because they stuck with it and hung in there, then, the, then the Lord started blessing us with more, you know. And then, even within the Lord blessing us with, with more, we didn't forget where we came from. I mean, we can't. We were coming to Oklahoma City, rent, you know, renting a car, and it looked like everything was fine. But then you had to go back home to reality. Back then, and even now, that's what I'm saying. That's why you can't be so competitive and and be so, you know, have, have a have a sour attitude when you see what somebody has. You don't know what's behind the scenes. That's why you have to be content with what you have. And, and, I, and God showed me that, and I'm glad I saw that from them because now, you know, it, it gives me that sense that I have to be content. It gives me that sense that I have to always appreciate what I have and always do the best for what I have because I know what it's like. I grew up around it. But I, but I remember we still went to church. We still, whatever we had, We use that. I remember growing up having to cut the toothpaste down the middle. I remember growing up when I had holes in my jeans and I knew they couldn't necessarily afford to give me other Mom had to put patches on me. I remember that. But the Lord was showing me how to be content. So with whatever I have now, God has blessed me with. 
I'm grateful and thankful and content because I've had the personal experience. That's why you have to be thankful for what you have. Be grateful for what you have. Use what you have. If this is what you have right now, that's fine. At least you got something. At least you're not broke. At least at least you're not dependent on people on a food pantry. You, you're not dependent on clothing donations. Whatever you have right now, be content with it and use it for God's glory. And then watch how God will do more for you. Be thankful. Be grateful. It's not about comparison. Just be who you are and be glad for what you have and see how the Lord will take care of you, not just not just in the long run, but how he's taking care of you right now. You got to be thankful. You got to be content. And just say, God, I just thank you because I don't deserve anything. I'm just grateful for what you have decided, what you have chosen to bless me with. Father, I thank you now for this podcast. I thank you for this day. Thank you for your grace. I thank you for your mercy. Now, Father, I pray that you would continue to bless us, that we always remain content, that we always remain focused on doing everything we can for your glory, for your honor, for your purpose, that we never lose sight of the fact that we are your children. Whatever you've blessed us with, that we continue to do our best with that, that we continue to live with that, that we continue to be happy because we know you didn't have to give us anything, but because you did, we'll say thank you, we'll praise you and worship you because of what you've given us. Now, Father, bless us today and keep us, and we'll give your name glory, the honor, and the praise. Name Son Jesus, we pray and ask it all. Amen. God bless you and thank you for tuning in to this podcast.